Alright everyone, welcome back to Hacked History. I'm sitting here, as always, with my dear friend and sometimes uh, vocal combat partner. Vocal combat partner. <laughs> we just got done with 82 parts of Bay of Pigs, so we're doing this now. <laughs> and you know what, we're actually back, you know? Yeah. We're actually back for you, this time, you, you for probably, real. You probably thought we were going to leave, but uh, nope, we're coming back. Some of you may have hoped that we would leave, and I ask you this. What the fuck's your problem? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, on. Uh, so if you don't know what this is, this is a little thing we like to call Hacked History. We're coming back with a lit literature episode today with some spooky tales for Halloween in October. Um, we're going to be back with more episodes this month. This is not going to be the last one. We're actually going to be bringing back uh, a little medical stuff soon. Yeah. Uh, get some more details on that as we get there. Um, but you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHot Radio, or wherever podcasts are found. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at Hacked underscore History. Go check out our Facebook page at Hacked History. Um, and then you just, you know, just, we're on the internet. If you want to talk to us, go ahead and send us an email at hackedhistory101 at gmail.com. And uh, Jake, anything else before we get started? Lucas is lonely at his computer, so if you want to send him a nice email every once yeah. in a while, it would really <laughs> help his self-esteem. I, I, I live alone. Actually, I don't live alone. That's a lie. But I, get, I do get lonely, so, anyway. you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> okay. we got three tales for you today. Uh, the first one is called The Yellow Wallpaper. The second one we got for you is called The Lottery. And the third one is The Most Dangerous Game. So, um, three short stories in this episode. Um, you might hear a man's voice in the background. His name is Ben. He's been mentioned in this podcast just a couple of times. So he paces um, around like a fucking and, wild animal you know, in the cage. You've also, you've also heard his voice just a couple of times as well. But he's yes! here too. So, you, you might hear his voice occasionally. He'll pipe in. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, we're back, we're ready to go. Um, we're going to get started with The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. This is one of the most famous short stories in modern, uh, early 20th century U.S. history. So. Yeah, and, and I would say like modern horror literature, but we can get into that another time. Yeah, this thing inspired, inspired a lot of stuff. So if oh, you, yeah. If you hear your stuff in here and it sounds familiar to other things, it's not a coincidence. So anyway... With the calls are coming from inside the house, so... Without further ado, it's The Yellow Wallpaper by Charlotte Perkins Gilman. It is very seldom that more ordinary people, like John and myself, seek here ancestral halls for the summer. A colonial mansion, a hereditary state, I would say a haunted house, and reach the height of romantic f- felicity. Yes. But that would be asking too much of fate. Still, Too I, much! It's too much! Still, still, I will proudly declare that there's something queer about it. Else, why should it be left so cheaply? And why had such... I'm sorry. Bleh, and why have stood so long untenanted? John laughs at me, of course, but one expects that in marriage. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> no, seriously, like, what an asshole. John is practically in the, is practical in the extreme. Oh. He has no... He has no patience with faith and an intense horror of superstition. And he scoffs openly any talk of things not to be felt and seen and put down in fingers. Figures. Figures. Yep. John is a physician, and perhaps I would not say it to a living soul, of course. But that is dead paper and a great relief to my mind. Perhaps there's one reason I do not get well faster. You see, does he not believe I am sick? And what can one do? If a position of high standing and one's own husband assures friends and relatives that there is really nothing that matter with one but temporary nervous depression, a slight hysterical tendency, what is one to do? My brother is also a physician and also of high standing, and he says the same thing. So I take phosphates and phosphates, whichever it is, and tonics and journeys and air and exercise and, and, uh, and absolutely forbidden to work until I am well again. Personally, I disagree with these ideas. Personally, I believe that con- congenial work with an excitement and change would do me good. But what is one to do? I did write for a while in spite of then, but it does exhaust me a good deal. Having to be so shy about it or else meet with heavy opposition. I sometimes fancy that in my condition, if I had less opposition and more society and, and stimulus, but John says that... Th- that the worst thing I can do is to think about my condition. And, can, and I confess it always makes me feel bad. So I'll let alone and talk about the house. 
Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> Just don't talk about your sickness. I don't want to hear it. Shut your goddamn mouth. Does <laughs> she has? She, she's just some sort of like... She I'm is. assuming it's a consumption of some kind. She's sad, for sure. She's depression, but they're like, ah, uh, she's just fucking hysterical. You know how you treat depression? The early 20th century, you know how you treat depression? You isolate her. That'll, that'll do it. Yeah, don't have her talk with friends or family. Jam her in a fucking isolate. room with some books for a good month and a half and see how it does. So anyway, the house. The most beautiful place is quite alone, standing well back from the road, quite three miles from the village. It makes me think of English places that you read about. For there are hedges and walls and gates that lock, and a lot of separate little houses for the gardeners and people. There is a delicious garden. That's called a fucking plantation. I never saw such a garden. Large and shady, full of box-bordered paths, and lined with long, grape-covered arbors with with seats under them. There were greenhouses, too, but they're all broken now. There was some legal trouble, I believe, something about the heirs and co-heirs. Anyway, the place has been empty for years. That spoils my ghostliness, I'm afraid, but I don't care. There's something strange about the house. I can feel it. I even said to John one one moonlight evening, but he said I, I felt I was I was drought and shut the window. <laughs> Christ, John. What the hell? I got un- I got unreasonably angry, <laughs> reasonably angry with John sometimes. I'm sure I never used to be so sensitive. I think he's due to the nervous. Con- Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just love the idea of him shutting a window. Like it's kind of cold. I'm gonna go. You son of a bitch! <laughs> just like essentially, Jesus Christ. But John says if I feel so, I shall neglect proper self control. So I take pains to control myself before him at least, and that makes me feel very tired. Hmm. I don't like our room a bit. I want one downstairs that opened on the piazza, yeah, piazza, and uh, had roses all over the windows, and such pretty old-fashioned chintz baggings. Hangings. Hangings, sorry. But John would not hear of it. He said there was only one window, and not room for two beds, and no no near room for him if he took another. He is very careful and loving, and hardly lets me stir without special direction. Uh, <laughs> that also sounds really dubious. That's uh, yeah. Fucking hell. That's bad. I have a schedule. I have a scheduled prescription for each hour in the day. He takes all care from me. All care from me, and I I, I feel so uselessly ungrateful. Uh, I feel basically ungrateful not to value it more. He said we came here solely on my account. That I was to have perfect rest and all that Eric could get. Your exercise depends on your strength, my dear," said he. And your food's somewhat on your appetite. Were you going to do the voice for it? Oh, yeah, shit, that's right. Yeah, what are we doing here? Like a normal voice? Hold on. Well, we didn't get to any dialogue. Oh, dialogue. my God. <laughs> we didn't get to any dialogue tonight. There you go. You said we came here solely on my account. That I, hang on. Yeah, here we go. That I was have perfect grasp and all the air I could get. Your exercise depends on your strength, my dear. And your said food. He. Yeah. Said he. And your food's somewhat on your appetite. But here you observe all the time. <laughs> so, so we took the nursery. <laughs> Any reaction out of the fucking microphone. So we took the nursery at the top of the house. It's a big airy room. The whole floor nearly with windows that look always. And air and sunshine galore. It was nursery first and then playroom and gymnasium. I should playroom? What does that mean? <laughs> you know what it means. I mean, uh-huh. it, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> it's the bedroom now, so you definitely know what I mean. That's what the magic happens. What are you, fucking cribs? That's <laughs> where the magic happens. <laughs> Is that right? Ah, That's where the magic happens. Who? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just said, the, the whitest cameraman on that show. No, I do not know what you are saying. <laughs> anyway. I should judge, for the windows are barred for little children, and there are rings, <laughs> rings and things in the walls. What does that mean? I... I think barred so the children can't get out. I get that part. I'm talking about the rings and things in the walls. BDSM. <laughs> yeah, that's where I'm literally going with that. That's I hate like, to say uh, it. like Fifty Shades type shit. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's like old timey, which is just like, well, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to smear some castor oil on it, and we're going to go to town. I'm going to take my girl to the old town room. I'm going to... Okay, <laughs> that's gross. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> but pa- <laughs> 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 the paint and paper look as if a boys' school had used it. It is stripped off. The paper and great patches all around the head of my bed, about as far as I can reach, and in a great place on the other side of the room, low down. I never saw a worse paper in my life. One of these sprawling, flamboyant patterns committing every artistic scene. Oh, Jesus. 
That's how I feel about anything from the 70s. It is dull enough to confuse the eye in following pronounced enough to constantly irritate and provoke study. And when you follow the, the, the lame, uncertain curbs for a little distance, they suddenly commit suicide. Plunge off at... Jesus. Okay. Plunge off at outrageous, <laughs> oh my outrageous God. angles. Destroy themselves in unheard of con- contradictions. That's what you should do. Keep her completely isolated so she looks at the textures on the wall. <laughs> the color is repellent. Almost revolting. A smoldering, unclean yellow, strangely, strangely faded by the slow-turning sunlight. It is a dull yet lurid orange in some places, a sickly sulfur tint in others. No wonder the children hated it. I should hate it myself if I had to live in this room long. There comes John, and I must pass. put this away. He hates to have me write a word. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I like my girls to be totally like... <laughs> put that away, Hulk! You're not gonna have rights! <laughs> oh, God. We have been here two weeks, and I haven't felt like writing before since the first day. I am sitting by the window now, up in this atrocious nursery, and there is something to to, link, to hinder my writing as much as I please. Save lack of strength. John is away all day, and even some nights when his cases are serious. I am glad my case is not serious, but these nervous troubles are dreadfully depressing. John doesn't know how much I... Re- how much I really suffer. He knows there is no reason to suffer, and that satisfies him. <laughs> what? Well, okay. <laughs> of course it is only nervousness. It does weigh on me so so not to do my duty in any way. I'm meant to be such a help to John, such a real rest and comfort, and here I am, comparative burden already. Nobody would believe what an, af- an effort is to do what, I, what little I am able to dress and entertain and order things. It is a fortunate Mary is so good with a baby. Such a dear baby. And yet, I cannot be with him. It makes me so nervous. I suppose John never was nervous in his life. He laughs at me so about his wall, about this wallpaper. He's such a dick. It hasn't changed John's anything. John's such a fucking asshole. At first, he meant to re- repa- repaper the room. But afterwards, he said that I was letting it get the better of me. And that nothing was worse for a nervous patient than to give, a- give way to such fan... Fancies. Oh my god. He said that the- <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a fucking terrible doctor. I think he's just using his physician's excuse to get out of doing housework. No, I just want to let you know that if uh, you want me to sweep the floor, that's the problem. That's the problem. You need to fuck off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think you need to change him to Sylvester Stallone. He needs to be less of a dickhead. <laughs> We're going to make him more of a dickhead. No, the point is I'm making a Mickey Mouse because it takes the masculinity away and that's the joke. That's great. I like it. He said that after the wallpaper was changed, it would be heavy. It'd be heavy bedstead, and then she buried, she buried the barred windows. Barred windows. Thank you. Go. And then <laughs> the head of the stairs, and so on. You know the place is doing you good. He said. I would say, you know the place is doing you good. He said. And really, dear, I don't care to, to renovate the house for just a few months' rental. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And this is you, Mano. Is it really? Oh, you're right. Sorry, I got it. Text message that was somewhat weird. Yeah, go get rid of that. And there we go. All right. Uh, what did I put her as? Fuck me. I think it's Mary, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then do let us go on downstairs. I said, there are such pretty rooms there. <laughs> Do you like to see the place where I fuck mail and? Oh yeah. Oh, I put it in. Let me- oh. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> Come here, <laughs> Oh, sweet Jesus! the jam came together. Oh no! <laughs> All right, you gotta go. <laughs> and he took his arms and called me a blessed little goose, and <laughs> said he would go to the cellar if I wished and have it whitewashed into the bar. Whoa! <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> But he, that shows that your relationship is desperately in need of some excitement when you're like, I'll whitewash the walls if that turns you on. <laughs> uh, but he is right enough about the beds and windows and things. It is an airy and comfortable room as, as, as what anyone would wish, of course. I would not be so silly as to make him uncomfortable just for a whim. I'm really getting quite fond of the big room. All but that horrid paper. Oh my god, the paper. <laughs> of one window, I can see the garden. Don't worry, it actually gets scary. Oh, great. Those mysterious, deep-shaded arbors. The riotous, riotous old-fashioned flowers. Oh, yeah. 
and mm. bushes and gnarly trees. Jesus. <laughs> you sound like you're doing it for the fucking travel channel. Riotous. Riotous. All right. So beautiful. Breaking yeah. windows and stealing shit. <laughs> the trees are looting. <laughs> <laughs> We're the roof Koreans now. You need to calm the trees down. You need to calm the trees down. Uh, oh my god. Christ. Out of... <laughs> Out of another, I get a lovely view of the bay and a little private wharf belonging to the estate. There's a beautiful shaded lane that runs down there from the house. I always fancy I see people walking in those little numerous paths and, and arbors. But John has cautioned me not to give way to fancy in the least. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking son of a bitch. <laughs> he says that. You, imagination, don't do it. <laughs> He's, this is worse than I remember. Honestly. Oh my god. He says that with an, um, any imaginative power and a habit of story-making, a nervous weakness like mine is sure to lead to all manner of excited fancies, and that I ought to just use my will and good sense to check the tendency. So I try. I think sometimes that if I were only well enough to write a little, it would relieve the press of ideas and rest me. But I find I get pretty tired when I try. It is, <laughs> it is so discouraging not to have any advice and companionship about my work. When I get really well, John says, well, we'll ask Cousin Henry and Julia down for a long visit. Oh, fuck yeah, Cousin Henry. But he says he would as soon put fireworks in my pillowcase as to let me have those simulating people about now. What the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I, I wish I could get well faster. But I must not think about that. The paper looks to me as if it knew what a, vic- what, what a vicious influence it had. There is a recurrent spot when the pattern looks like a broken neck and two Bolus eyes stare at you upside down. Ew. I get pos- positively angry with the impatience of it and the everlastingness. Oh, impertinence, but it, imper- whatever. Okay, thank you. Up and down and sideways across. Up, down, sideways. And Crisscross. And those absurd, unblinking eyes are everywhere. There's one place where two breadths don't, didn't match, and the eyes go up and down the line, one a little higher than the other. I never saw so, so, as much so, so much expression and it's an intimate thing before. And we all know how much expression they have. I used to lie awake as a child and get more entertainment and terror out of blank walls and plain furniture than most children can find in a toy store. I remember what a kindly wink the knobs of our big old bureau used to have. The, and there was one chair that always seemed like a strong friend. Interesting. She desperately needs friends. She, oh my fucking she, god! I just ah, uh, this poor lady. I used to think, that, I used to feel that if any other things looked too fierce, I could always bop into the chair and be safe. Bop into the chair. Bop it. Bop it. <laughs> twist it. Lock it. Slap bop it. it. Bop it. <laughs> Jesus. Load it. Aim it. Cock it. No, oh god! <laughs> don't, don't do it. Uh, the furniture in this room is too worse, or is no wor- worse than inhuman. Inharmonious, however, for we had to buy it all, bring it all downstairs. I suppose when this was used as a playroom, they had to take the nursery things out, and no wonder I never saw such such ra- ravages as the children have have made here. Ugh. The wallpaper, as I said before, is torn off in spots, and it sticketh closer than a brother. They must have had perseverance as well as hatred. Jesus. Then the floor is scratched and gouged and splintered. The plaster itself is dug out here and there. And the great heavy bed, which is all we can fi- found in the room, looks as if it had been through the wars. The wars. But I didn't mind a bit. Only the paper. <laughs> the paper. Then comes John's sister. Such a dear girl as she is, and so careful of me. I must not let her find my writing. She is a perfect and enthusiastic housekeeper, and hopes for no better profession. Okay, she... They're, she's saying she's enthusiastic to be a housekeeper and doesn't find ambition. Like, is that that's not a positive thing? No, no. I think it's saying that that's like the height. Mm. Like she hopes for nothing better, oh. like than that, because she enjoys it. So okay, much. I see. You. Okay. She is such a perfectly enthusiastic housekeeper and hope. Okay, yeah. I ve- I verily Barely. believe she thinks is the writing what made me sick. Yep, that's it. <laughs> What a fucking crock of nonsense. God damn it. I feel she, it's, uh, it's everything in the story. God damn it. But I can write when she is out. I'd see her a long way off from, those, from these windows. There's one that commands the road, 
a lovely shaded winding road, and one with that looks just off over the country. A lovely country, too, full of great elms and velvet meadows. Velvet meadows. Velvet meadows, yes. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, Gunberry! Gunberry! Throwbacks. I love it. The wallpaper has... That's all we've got. <laughs> the wallpaper has a kind of sub-pattern in a different shade. A particularly irritating one, for y- you can only see it in certain lights, and not clearly then. But in the places where it isn't faded, and where the sun is just so, I can see a strange, provoking, formless sort of figure that seems to skulk about that silly and co- conspicuous front design. There's Sister on the Stairs! Hail, Sister from the Stairs! <laughs> well, the fourth... Of- oh, wait, hang on. The Sister. I think it's supposed to be Jeannie. No, it, I know, but the, she's not talking, so... Well, the fourth is over, the people are gone, and I am tired out. John thought it might be good to do me good to, ha- to see a little company. So we just had Mother and Nellie and the children down for a week. Of course, I didn't do a thing. Jenny sees to everything now. Yep. But it tired me all the same. <laughs> John says if I don't pick up faster, he shall send me to Weir Mitchell in the fall. No, no. <laughs> but I don't want to go there at all. I had a friend who was in his hands much, and she says he just... Just like John and my brother, only more so. Only Besides, so. it is such an undertaking to go so far. I don't feel as if it were worth to, worthwhile to turn my head over for anything, and I'm getting dreadfully f- fretful and querulous. I cry at nothing and cry most of the time. Of course, I don't when John is here or anybody else, but when I'm alone. And I'm alone a good deal now. John is kept in town very often by serious cases, and Jenny is good and lets me alone when I want her to. So I walk a little in the garden and or down that lovely lane, sit on the porch under the roses, and lie down up here a good deal. I'm getting really fond of the room in spite of the wallpaper. Perhaps because of the wallpaper. Oh no. It dwells in my mind so. I lie here in the great immovable bed. It is nailed down, I believe, and uh, follow that pattern about by the hour. It is good as gymnastics, I assure you. I start, we'll say, at the bottom, down in the corner over there, where it has not been touched, and I determine for the thousandth time that I will follow the pointless pattern to some sort of conclusion. Oh, Jesus. This isn't good. I know. Uh, what, it's, yeah, I it's think not, I know what's happening. I know. I know a little of the principle of design, and I, I know this thing that was not arranged in any laws of radiation or alteration or rep- repetition or symmetry or anything else that I ever heard of. It is repeated, of course, by the breadths, but not otherwise. Looked at in one way, each breast stands alone. The bloated curves and flourishes a kind of debased Romanesque with delirium tremens. tremens. What was that? We, we don't know what any of those words mean. Go waddling up and down to isolated columns of fatuity. F- fatuity, yes, yes, thank you. She's describing the wallpaper in detail. That's the yeah, basically, she's just saying how like it's it's irritating yet it's yep. somewhat fascinating. Yeah, exactly. I've looked at patterns like that and actually had those thoughts. I, I've had that too. I get pissed when I can't find the pattern. Like I said, I, I, actually, this is a weird side story that I feel like I need to bring up. But we used to have this like really weird ceiling tile in my old house where it had like holes in it, but there weren't really holes. If that kind of makes sense. Holes, but no holes. Yeah, and so I would follow it, and I would find, like, like landscape patterns where it was like, oh, this looks like oh, a waterfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the no, fuck? I do shit like that, too. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why, but anyway. But on the other hand, they connect diagonally, and the sprawling outlines run off in a great slanting of waves of epic horror. Like Optic horror. Optic horror. <laughs> That's a good name for a band, Optic horror. Listen, uh, guys, listen, I'm the drummer for Optic horror, and uh, we just got done playing Scream Fest. Uh, pretty cool. How much heroin did you do? We just got to play Scream Fest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, bro, go check out our first album. It's called Nine Inch Fails. <laughs> it's just called Nine Inches of, like, nah. Disappointment. <laughs> nine Inch Fails. It's funny because it's like they put a Nine Inch Nails. You never loved me, Mom. But I needed nails. Whoa. Yeah, I just. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the whole thing goes horizontally too <laughs> god damn it like a lot of wallowing seaweeds in full chase the whole thing goes horizontally too at least it seems to and I exhaust myself in trying to distinguish the order of it's going in that direction they have used a horizontal breath for a freeze 
fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then adds wonderfully to the to the confusion. They're at, they're doing a lot of fucking house words that I just outdated. A lot of old words. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the like aesthetically like old school shit. Yeah. There is one end of the room where it is almost intact, and then when the cross lights fade and the low sun shines directly upon it, I can fancy radiation after all. I bet you can. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> S's hair is falling out. The interminable grotesque up every other hour. The interminable grotesque seemed to form around a common center and rush off and heading plunge Headlong. of what? Uh, sorry, it, uh, and headlong. rush off at headlong plunges of equal distraction. I'm sorry, I can't read. Thank you. <laughs> it makes me tired to follow it. I'll take a nap, I guess. I don't know why I should write this. I don't want to. I don't feel able. And I know John would think it absurd, but I must say what I feel and think in some way. It's such a relief. But the effort is getting to be greater than the relief. Half the time now, I am awfully lazy and lie down ever so much. John says I mustn't lose my strength. And he... The one... The only fucking good thing he's ever said. <laughs> yeah, but it's mostly just because he wants to feel better about himself. Yeah. And has me take cod liver... Oil... Ugh. And lots of tonics and things... Ugh. To say nothing of ale and wine and rare meat. Dear John... That sounds pretty badass, though. Have ale, wine, and rare meat. Whatever that is. Yeah, right? I bet rare meat's just like the dick of any animal. It's like a fucking, it's it's like a Fear Factor episode. Alright, we're going to try to cure your seasonal depression by giving you the balls of a horse. I cut off a horse stick for you! Oh, Jesus. It's like, alright. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, John! Okay. Dear John, he loves me very dearly and hates to love me, to have me sick. I tried to have a real... Earnest, reasonable talk with him the other day, and tell him how I wish that he would let me go and make a visit to Cousin Henry and Julia. But he said I wasn't able to go, nor a time to stand after I got there. And I, didn't, I did not make out a very good case for myself, for I was crying before I, was, I had finished. All, all regular conversation should end in tears. It should not. No, it shouldn't. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah. Don't is, listen to me. Don't. It is getting to be... <laughs> Fuck a, you. <laughs> Not when you're saying shit like that. Anyway. <laughs> you right. <laughs> it's going to be a great effort for me to think straight. Just this nervous weakness, I suppose. And dear John gathered me up in his arms and just carried me upstairs and laid me to the, onto the bed and sat by me and read to me till I, till I tired my head. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, there you go. Which other demographic would you like to make fun of? <laughs> I was doing slow and I wasn't doing that. Just oh god. He said I... <laughs> He said I was his darling, and his comfort, and all he had. And that I must take care of myself for his sake, and keep well. Not for your sake, for his sake. Yep. He says no one but myself can help me out of it, and I must use all my self-will and self-control, and not let any silly fancies run away with me. There's one comfort, the baby's well and happy. And does not have to occupy this nursery with the horrid wallpaper. Got the horrid wallpaper. If we had not used it, that blessed child would have. What a fortunate escape. Why well, I wouldn't have a child of mine, an impressionable little thing, live in such a room for for worlds? I never what? thought of it before, but it's lucky that John kept me here oh. after all. Wow, it does say worlds. That was just really weird. I know, I was tripped up with that too. All right. I can stand it so much easier than a baby, you see. Of course, I never mention it to them anymore. I'm too wise. But I keep watch of it all the same. There are things in that paper that nobody knows but me, or ever will. Oh, God. Behind the, that outside pattern, the dim shapes get clearer every day. It is always the same shape, only very numerous. And it's like a woman stooping down and creeping about behind the pattern. I don't like it a bit. I wonder, I begin to think. I wish John would take me away from here. It's so hard to think when about John. Talk, talk, it's so hard to talk to John about my case. Because he is so wise, and because he loves me so. But I tried it last night. It was moonlight. The moon shines and all around, just as the sun does. I hope to see it sometimes. It I hate to see it sometimes. I hate to see it sometimes. Thank you. It creeps so slowly, and always comes in by one window or another. John was asleep, and I hated to wake him, so I kept still and watched the moonlight on that undulating wallpaper till I felt creepy. 
The faint figure behind seemed to shake the pattern, just as if she wanted to get out. I got up softly and went to, and went to feel and see if the paper did move. And when I came back, John was awake. What? Ho, ho! He said, oh, Jesus. Don't go walking about like that. You're cold. Oh, oh God, that's upsetting. <laughs> I thought it was a good time to talk. So I told him Jesus. <laughs> that I really was not going. I was not. Gaining. Gaining. That's the coming out of the voice is so hard. And then, and then I walked. Uh, Sorry, that I wish he would take me away. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Hey, darling. He said, our list will be up in three weeks. And I can't see how to leave before. <laughs> the repairs are not done at home. And I cannot possibly leave town just now. Of course, if you were in any danger, I could and would. But you really are better, dear. Whether you see it or not, I'm a doctor, dear, and I know. You're God. <laughs> You're getting fresh and color. Your appetite is better, and I feel really much easier about you. <laughs> He's just like, I will sleep with you. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. God. <laughs> I don't weigh a bit more, said I. Not as much, and my appetite may be better in the evening. We are here. But it is worse in the morning when you're away. Sorry, I said you're here. I said you're for family. (laughs) God. Okay. Okay, your turn. (laughs) Bless her little heart. (laughs) He said he was a big hunk. Jesus, you're falling apart, man. She shall be as sick as she pleases. Uh But now let's improve the shining hours by going to sleep and talk about it in the morning. And you won't go away. Why? How could I, dear? Oh. <laughs> it is only three weeks more, and then we will take a nice little trip of a few days when Jenny is doing the house ready. Really, dear, are you you're better? Oh. oh, God, that was so hardcore. <laughs> better in body, perhaps. <laughs> well, that that doesn't hurt as much. Oh, alright. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> alright. That's pretty much the kind of asshole this guy is, but... Anyway. Shh! The men are talking, dear! <laughs> that enough. same sort of misogynistic Jesus bullshit. Christ, you have to read here. Oh, yeah. I began to stop short, for he sat straight and looked at me with such a stern, reproachful look that I could not say another word. You shut your fucking mouth! Why, darling! He said, I beg of you, for my sake and for a child's sake, as well as for your own, that you will never... For once, to let that idea enter your room. I your room. There you go. Don't do this. You're such a fucking mess. <laughs> There's nothing so dangerous, so fascinating, to temperament like yours. Is a false and foolish fancy. Ooh, that's a nice alliteration. Can you not trust me as a physician? I tell you so. No, I fucking don't. So of course, I said no more. <laughs> that score. And we went to sleep before long. He thought I was asleep first, but I wasn't. And lay for hours trying to decide whether that front pattern on the back really did move together or separately. On a pattern like this, by daylight, there's a lack of sequence, a defiance of law. A defiance of law. That, uh, <laughs> in order. A defiance of law. <laughs> that is a constant irritant. fucking asshole. That is a constant irritant to a normal mind. The color is hideous enough, and unreliable enough, and infuriating enough, but the pattern is torturing. The pattern is torturing. I'm trying to read this with emotion. Just I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> just completely pulling the rug out from under you there. You think you have mastered it, but just as you get well underway in following, it turns back a somersault, and then there you are. It slaps you in the face, knocks you down. And tramples in you. It's like a bad dream. Sweetheart, it's a pattern on some wallpaper. No, really, you really need it's to really get outside. Just fucking John being an awful husband. Uh, it's John being an awful husband closing her in and she's slowly beginning to just yeah. focus only on that. This is when it gets really sad. Yeah. The outside pattern is a florid arabesque reminding me of a fungus. If you can imagine a toadstool and joints, an interminable string of toadstools budding and sprouting in endless convol- convolutions. Why? That is something like it. That is, sometimes. There is one like peculiarity about the paper. 
a thing nobody seems to notice but myself. And that is that it changes as the light changes. Ooh. When the sun shoots in through the east window, I always watch for the la- for the first long straight ray. It charges so quickly, it changes so quickly that I never can quite believe it. That is why I watch it always. By moonlight, the moon shines in all night when there's a moon. I wouldn't know if it, it, it <laughs> I wouldn't know. It was the same paper. Oh my fucking god, the, that conversation was so redundant. The by moonlight, the moon shines in all night when there is a moon. I'm reading thoughts. This is why I know, I know, I know. It's written really well, but it's written it is, it is, trains it just, of thought. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. At night, in any kind of light, in twilight, candlelight, lamplight, and worst of all, by moonlight, it becomes bars. The outside pattern, I mean, and the woman behind it is so plain as can be. I didn't realize for a long time what the thing was that showed behind. That dim sub-pattern. But now I quite, I'm quite sure it's a woman. By daylight, she is subdued quiet. I fancy it is a pattern that keeps her so still. It is so puzzling. It keeps me quiet by the hour. Oh, God. I lie down ever so much now. John says it is good for me, and so sleep. All, so I sleep all I can. Indeed, he started the habit by making me lie down for an hour after each meal. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to break in with the thing. It was just like a reading that, listening to it, it just sounds like I should hear her say, like, and she only lets me leave the compound once a week. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. It's like, in Jeffrey Epstein. I was <laughs> oh, God, yeah, just basically. Jesus Christ, anyway. Fucking the monster that is David Koresh. The power within. <laughs> God damn. The power within! <laughs> it's a very bad habit, I'm convinced. For you see, I don't sleep. And that cultivates deceit. For I don't tell that I'm awake. Oh no. Oh no. The fact is that I'm getting a little afraid of John. He seems very queer sometimes. And even Jenny has an inexplicable look. Oh, by the way, if, you, if you're like super confused as to the term queer in this, he's not referring to homosexuality. Odd. odd. Yeah, just odd. So, just wanted to make sure that wasn't like... No, that's it. That's we get an upset email That's a good there. explanation. Yeah. Uh, also, we're not making fun of the woman in this. We're just making fun of the situation. I'm making fun of the asshole husband. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's the point. It strikes me occasionally, just as scientific hypothesis, that perhaps it is the paper. I watched John and when he did not know I was looking, and came into the room suddenly as the most innocent excuses, and I've caught him several times. Looking at that paper. Looking at the paper! And Jenny, too. I caught Jenny with her hand on it once. She didn't know I was in the room. And I looked at her in a quiet, a very quiet voice, with the most restrained manner possible, what she was doing with the paper. She turned around as she had been caught stealing, and looked quite angry. Asked me why I should frighten her so. Then she said the paper stained everything it touched. That she had found yellow smart smooches on all of my clothes and John's. And, and she washed. She wished we would have more, be more careful. Did not that sound innocent? But I know she was studying the pattern. And I'm determined that nobody shall find it out but myself. Oh, God. Life is very much more exciting now than it used to be. You see, I have something more to expect, to look forward to, to watch. I really do eat better. And I'm more quiet than I was. John is so pleased to see me improve. He laughed a little the other day, and I said I seem to be flourishing in spite of my, of my wallpaper. I turned it off with a laugh. I had no intention of telling him it was because of the wallpaper he would make fun of me. He might even want to take me away. I don't want to leave now until I find it out. There's a week more, and I think that will be enough. I'm feeling ever so much better. I don't sleep much at night. For it is so interesting to watch developments. But I sleep good, a good deal during the daytime. In the daytime, it is tiresome and perplexing. There are always new shoots on the fungus and new shades of yellow all over it. I cannot keep count of them, though I tried conscientiously. I honestly was wondering if she actually meant real fungus. That kind of bothers me. I think she does. Oh, that's gross. Yep. (laughs) It is the strangest yellow of that wallpaper. It makes me think of all the yellow things I ever saw. Not beautiful ones like buttercups, but old foul, bad yellow things. Like Ben. <laughs> like Ben. Like Ben. Okay. <laughs> and he just gives you this innocent look like you just kicked him <laughs> in the dick. I, I just felt bad about it. I was trying to make a joke. It's just like, shit. Um, but there's something else about the wallpaper. That smell. I noticed the moment we came into the room, 
But with so much air and sun, it was not bad. Now we have had a week of fog and rain. And whether the windows are open or not, the snow is here. It creeps all over the house. I find it hovering in the dining room. Skulking in the parlor. Hiding in the hall. Lying in wait for me on the stairs. Lying in wait at the stairs. <laughs> Why are you thinking at the stairs? <laughs> it's not John! <laughs> you going up the stairs? You can't do this downstairs! Oh, you're going up the I'm going to detect you! Why I'm going up the stairs? I go up the stairs because I want to go up the stairs! I do the other things as well! <laughs> it gets into my hair. Oh, fucking hell. It gets in my hair! It gets in, it gets in my hair! I bet it fucking does get in your hair. <laughs> Even when I go to ride. If I turn my, if I turn my head suddenly and surprise it, boo! There's that smell, boo! Such a peculiar odor too. I have spent hours trying to analyze it to find what it smelled like. Old people. It is not bad at first and very gentle, but quite the subtlest, most enduring odor I have ever met. And the damp weather is awful. I wake up in the nights and find it hanging over me. It used to disturb me at first. I thought seriously of burning the house to teach. To, to reach, to reach the, the smell. smell. Oh my god. But now, I'm used to it. I realize I've been saying that a lot, but it's kind of my genuine reaction oh to just slowly god. watching this descent into madness. Yep. The only thing I can think of is that it is like the color of the paper. A yellow smell. Yeah. There's a funny mark on this fall, low down, near the more mop, mop board. board. A streak that runs around the room. It goes behind every piece of furniture, except the bed. A long, straight, even smooch, smooch. As if it had been rubbed over and over. Mm. And over. And over. And over. And it's done. Deeper, <laughs> deeper. No, I actually, I wanted to pause for a minute because the idea of a yellow smell, I guarantee you both you, me, and Ben know that kind of smell. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Like anybody who's listening will definitely know like the thing that comes to mind for me is like an old person's house that used to smoke. Like that kind of and that's what I think. Like I think it's like old and dusty. That's what I think. Or yeah, or like a really gross, like like rank building. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what I'm thinking of. All right, I wonder how it is done and who did it and what they did it for. Round and round and round, round and round and round. It makes me dizzy. I really have discovered something at last. Though watching it so much at night when it changes, I have finally found out that front pattern does move, and no wonder. The one behind shakes it. Ooh. Sometimes I think there are a great many women behind. And sometimes only one. Ooh, and sh- <laughs> oh, Step Bro, what are you doing shaking the wallpaper? What are you doing, Step Bro? <laughs> Jesus. That was a cacophony of different out? fucking things. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus, Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Have some decorum! <laughs> Sometimes I think there's a great many women behind. Sometimes only one. And she crawls around fast, and her crawling shakes it all over. Then in the very bright spots, she keeps still. In the very shady spots, she just takes hold of the bars and shakes them hard. And she all is the, she's all the time trying to climb, climb through. But nobody could climb through that pattern. I, it strangles so. I thought that is why it has so many heads. Mm. They get through. And then the pattern strangles them off and turns them upside down and makes them eyes white. It makes their eyes white. If these heads were covered or taken off, it would not be so bad. I think the woman gets out in the daytime. And I'll tell you why. Privately. I've seen her. Oh, yeah. I can see her out of every one of my windows. It's the same woman. I know. For she is always creeping. And most women do not creep by daylight. Most don't creep by daylight. That is a scientific fact. That's a, that's a fact. I see her on the long road under the trees, creeping along. And when a carriage comes, she hides under the blackberry vines. I don't blame her a bit. It must be humiliating to be caught creeping by daylight. I always look. I always lock the door when I creep by daylight. I don't do it at night, for I know John would suspect something at once. <laughs> Just sounds. I feel like you creep a lot during daylight. Do the creep, ah! Do the creep, ah! So I hear when just you like see a fly girl. <laughs> do the creep, ah! That, is that what you do other than go to work? No, I was meaning from the Lonely Island. So Jesus Christ! Anyway. Wow. All right, cranky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas is hungry. That's the problem. I already ate. I'm fine. And John. Shut up. And John. It's so queer now. That I don't want to irritate him. 
Sorry, I couldn't help but laugh at it. I was middle school. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I wish I wish he would take another room. Besides, I don't want me to get that woman out at night but myself. I often wonder if I could see her out of all the windows at once. But, turn as fast as I can, I can only see her out of one at a time. But, though I always see her, she may be able to creep faster than I can turn. I've watched her sometimes, away off in the open country, creeping as fast as a cloud shadow in a high wind. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a woman in a yellow dress, just like <laughs> fucking Scooby Doo villain creeping <laughs> over green hills. She was a long cool Just watching her just run. <laughs> <laughs> if only that top pattern could be gotten off from under the from bleh, from off from the under one. I meant to try it little by little. I found another funny thing, but I should tell it this time. It does not do to trust people too much. Trust. Trust people too much. <laughs> you can't trust the government. <laughs> oh, I mean, you should be able to, but... Tactical bath wipes! <laughs> okay. Tactical bath wipes. <laughs> I ain't no government man getting a hold of my paint! <laughs> you hold of my... <laughs> Jesus Christ, anyway. Uh, okay. There are only two ways to get this paper off, and I believe John's beginning to notice... I don't like the look in his eyes. And I heard him ask Jenny a lot of professional questions about me. She had a very good report to give. She said I slept a good deal in the daytime. John knows I don't sleep very well at night, for I'm also quiet. He asked me all sorts of questions and pretended to be loving and very kind. As if I couldn't see through him. Still, I don't wonder... Still, I don't wonder. He acts so sleeping under the paper for three months. It only interests me, but I feel, so, I feel sure John and Jenny are secretly affected by it. Hurrah! Today is the last day, but it is enough. John says it is to stay to town overnight, and then won't be. Or John is to stay in town overnight and won't be out until this evening. Jenny wanted to sleep with me, the sly thing, but I told her I should undoubtedly rest better for a night alone. That was clever, for really, I wasn't alone a bit. As soon as it was moonlight and that poor thing began to crawl and shake the pattern, I got up and ran to, ran to help her. I pulled out and she shook. I shook and she pulled, and before morning, we had peeled all off all the paper. I strip about as high as my head and half around the room, and then when the sun came and that awful pattern began to laugh at me, I declared I would finish it today. Today! <laughs> we, go, we go away to mom, and they are moving all my furniture down again to leave things as they were before. <clears throat> Jenny looked at me well in amazement. But I told him merrily that I did it out of pure spite at the vicious thing. She laughed and said she wouldn't mind doing it herself, but I must not get tired. Ha, how she betrayed herself that time. But I am here and no person touches this wallpaper but me. Not alive. She tried to get out of the room. It was too patent. I'm oh, sorry, she tried to get me out of the room. She tried to get me out of the room. It was too patent. But I said I was so quiet. But it was so quiet and empty and clean, and how I believed I would lie down again and sleep all I could, and not to wake me even for dinner. I would call when I woke. So now she is gone, and the servants are all gone, and things are gone, and there is nothing left but that great bedstead nailed down with the canvas mattress we found on it. Ew. We Sorry, all of this just is gross yeah. to me. The idea of a canvas mattress. It's, it's a mattress that somebody has owned in the past. But. Yeah. We shall sleep downstairs tonight and take the boat home tomorrow. I quite enjoy the room. Now it is bare again. How those children did tear about here. The bedstead is fairly gnawed, mm. but I must get to work. I locked the door and thrown the key into the front path. I did not want to go out, and I don't want to have anybody come in until John comes. I want to astonish him. It's just gonna stay there. <laughs> I've got Hi, John. I've astonished you by destroying the wall. <laughs> I've got a rope up here that Jenny does not find. If that woman does get her out and tries to get away, I can tie her. Oh, jeez. But I forgot I could not reach far without anything to stand on. This bed will not move. I tried to lift and push it. It was so lame, and then I got so angry. I bit off a little piece of the corner. It hurt my, but it hurt my teeth. She tried to bite off a corner of the bed frame? Wallpaper, I think. Oh, wallpaper. Then I peeled off the paper so I could reach standing on the floor. It sticks horribly, and that pattern just enjoys it. All those strangled heads and bulbous eyes, and 
wobbling fungus, 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 Shrek, shriek with derision, 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 yeah, I'm getting angry enough to do something desperate, to jump out of the window, would be an admirable exercise, but the bars are too strong even to try, besides, I wouldn't do it, of course not, I know well enough that a step like that is improper and might be misconstrued. I did look like a look to look out of the windows even. There are so many of those creeping women and they do creep fast. (laughs) (laughs) Still got the mental image of a bunch of women in yellow just creeping across the yard. I wonder if they creep. (laughs) I wonder if they were like cops trying to bucket the pocket like it's hot. Sorry. I wonder if they all come out of the wallpaper. As I did. But I am securely fastened now by my well-hidden rope. You don't get me out of the road here. I suppose I shall have to get behind the pattern when it comes night. And that is hard. Hard. It is so pleasant to be out in this great room and creep around as I, pro- as I please. I don't want to go inside. outside. I won't, even if Jenny asked me to. For outside, you have to creep on the ground and everything is green instead of yellow. But here I can creep smoothly on the floor and my shoulder just fits at that long smooch around the wall. As I can- cannot lose my way. Well, why? There's John at the door. It is no use, young man. You cannot open it. How's it- how he does call and pound. Now he's crying for an axe. It would be a shame to break down that beautiful door. <laughs> Hold up. John, dear! <laughs> this is going to really undercut the emotions it, it really is. of the later half. I said in the gentlest voice, The key is down by the front steps under a plantain leaf. That silenced him for a few minutes, for a few moments. Then he said, very quietly indeed, Open the door, my darling. I can't. Said I. The key is down by the front porch under a plantain leaf. Then I said it again several times, very gently and slowly, and said it so often that he had to go and see, and he got it, of course, and came in. He stopped short by the door. <clears throat> What's the matter? He cried. For God's sake, what are you doing? I kept on creeping just the same, but I looked at him on, over my shoulder. I've gotten out at last, said I. In spite of you and Jane, and I pulled off the most of the wallpaper, and so you can't put me back? Now, why should that man have fainted? But he did, and right across my path by the wall. So that I have to creep over him every time. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the yellow wallpaper. Oh my god, Jesus. Yep, that is a very spooky tale. Spooks. And uh, given the timing on this, I think we're going to call it this an episode. I like that. So, I like that a lot. So, um, we're going to do some more short stories. They're coming. We teased them. We're going to do the lottery and... Just the, the tip. We've teased just the tip just of the, the, tip. the short stories. We're going to be doing the lottery. We're also going to be doing the world's... The lottery's most a good dangerous story. game. The lottery's um, a really good and kind of dark story. So, we hope you're excited for those things. Um, thanks for listening. Like I said, you can find us on... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts, you can find our podcast. Go ahead and check us out. We do appreciate ratings. Go ahead and email us if you have any questions at hackhistory101gmail.com. Jake, anything to send people out on? Bunbury. All right, have a good night, everybody. Thanks.